Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gotta say, I woke up with a very, very another annoying song in my head, guys. And I think it's time for a... Don't waste your time on me, you're already the voice inside my head. Miss you, miss you. (laughs) Don't waste your time on me, you're already the voice inside my head. Miss you, miss you. (laughs) Just that part of it. Not even the... Hello there, angel from my nightmare. Blink 182. You remember gonna, that song? Uh, it sounds. I couldn't tell if you were doing like an Annie style musical or like a Sum 41. Like those would have been my two guesses. No, it, by the tone, I, I could tell that you were doing a Blink 182 song, but I couldn't place which one it was. That's a bit of a deep. Is cut. it because of the whining? Yeah. <laughs> is it a deep cut? Is that a deep cut? It's it, a medium cut. Is it after Enema of the State? Because anything after Enema of the State is a deep cut. See, it just makes me think of like Florida times. You know. It makes me think of like the times in high school when I would listen to that song and cry for absolutely no reason, <laughs> just because I was just in, I was generally upset. Did you guys you guys had those songs? Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, pretty much the entirety of the Bends by Radiohead. Which one is that one? Baby's got the Bends. You know it. <laughs> Should I add that onto my? I'm making a. Uh, it makes me cry playlist right now. Oh yeah, you could put uh like fake plastic trees on there. Ooh, fake plastic trees is a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna go see Radiohead tomorrow night. I can't wait. <laughs> see, Radiohead Dude. is a good thing to have embarrassingly listened to in high school. Yeah. Blink One Eighty Two. I mean, listen, I'll still get very <laughs> excited when their singles come on the radio, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, when people are like, oh, yeah, I sheepishly, you know, was so into Radiohead. I'm like, that's actually good. Like, I was, like, very into, as we've established, Real Big Fish. <laughs> we don't need to yeah, dwell on it. Yeah, but you never it. cried to Real Big Fish, fish did you? Uh, I expressed my anger through Real Big Fish because Real Big Fish, believe it or not, all their albums are very angry because they're all angry about being called a sellout. The entirety uh. of their canon of work <laughs> is built on the resentment that they have for being called sellouts. And so I didn't listen to like metal to be angry. I listened to Angry Ska because they were very angry. And so I did some crying to Real Big Fish. Angry crying. 
Wait, why were they sellouts? Is because they were like like skipping and kicking too high? <laughs> <laughs> Not skipping and kicking called? high enough. <laughs> skanking. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it right now. What skanking, is that called? Skanking. That's not. You're not skanking, Jackie. That that what you were doing is humping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I had legs involved. You just can't see my legs from there. By definition: skanking cannot be done sitting down. You got to alternate uh. your arms. <laughs> oh God, you have She's to doing shake it right them now. Like She's that? alternating I'm her arms sca- right yeah. now. Yeah. It's like one. I think it's opposite. Arm to leg, if you want to get real yeah. technical. And you got to do like a like a bend, kick, bend, kick, <laughs> yeah. bend, kick, and then you got to <laughs> alternate your hands with each bend, kick. Exactly. Where, yeah, the guy. Yeah, it's like you're bending, kick to the left, bending, kick to the right, hand to the left, it's hand to the fun. right. It's oh wait, really, are jazz hands though a part of that? Do you have to wiggle them like that? Like you're applauding as a deaf person? No, uh, I don't think you actually have to do jazz hands. Do you uh, think? Optional. Optional. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm into it. I had that, but it was my problem was it was the Blink 182 song. I listened to that, and the other day I was in, a, I was having a bad day, and I was in a lift, and all of a sudden the on the radio came on the. Hey there, Delilah, are you up in Oh, yeah. I'll cry <laughs> and that I just, still. silent tears started coming down my face. I was just like, what year is it? What's oh, yeah. wrong with me? Oh, yeah. Man, I'll cry just thinking about that song. I love that song, and it's like such a popular song and it is always on in like the Dwayne Reed mm-hmm. and yes it's fantastic I still feel the same way about uh, Time of Your Life by uh, or Good Riddance whatever we want to call by it. Green Day by Green Day mm-hmm. I will still like stop and like stare into the middle distance when that song comes out of the grocery store. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the only place you ever hear it anymore. <laughs> it's the grocery store. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm not like super, like, I didn't just listen to Radiohead. I mean, there was a lot of corn and Limp Biscuit in there as well. Yeah. And if you want to get really embarrassing, I used to uh, sit and like stare out the window while listening to Why Does It Always Rain On Me by Travis, <laughs> which is another like. Uh, Travis? It's like a British band. It was a. Oh, it's not Travis Tritt, though, right? No. <laughs> no, not Travis Tritt. The band. No judgments. Travis. It's about the whiniest, most navel gazing song. It's called Why Does It Always Rain on Me? It's very, very whiny. Well, it reminds me when I was in eighth grade, I used to cry a lot to um, Blind Melon. Uh, Oh yeah, baby! That was a crying. All kinds of cries. Oh yeah, my was. Why does it always rain on me? (laughs) I made it sound like Randy Newman. (laughs) Why does it always rain on me? Well, I have. Please tell me that you've been listening to that a lot lately. No, I haven't listened to that song since I was seventeen. But I'm gonna put it on my playlist, though. Put it on there and laugh. I'm writing these down as we talk about it. When it comes uh, on, listen and think of me at seventeen and laugh. (laughs) Okay. I have a middle of the night song that I wanted to report to you guys. Remember last time I said for some reason I had the big red song in Mm -hmm. my head, middle of the night feeding the baby. This time last night I woke up with. It's a, such a deep cut. In in like 2008, there weren't Ooh. as many viral YouTube videos as there are now. Mm-hmm. They were rarer, and so you remember them more. Um, and there was a viral video of a bunch of really cute kids singing about the 2008 election. It was a choir of kids, and they were singing, elementary school kids, and they were singing uh, about uh, Obama and McCain, and it was to the mm. tune of T.I.'s Whatever You Like. <laughs> And it went like Obama on the left, McCain on the right. You can talk politics all night and you can vote 
for whoever you like. And this is what you're singing to your baby. This is what I had in my head last night. <laughs> Whoa, you're already you're trying to put the barbs in her early, Molly. You have to allow her to choose what she wants to believe politically. Well, she certainly can't choose between Obama and McCain because <laughs> that election predated her by. T- 10 years and no 12 years it's I don't know why this is what's happening in my brain Obama on the left so all day I've been walking around and, t- and that song whatever you like is like a fine song yeah, it's a fine song but uh, but when it's about when it's like also I don't, don't agree with I mean I, it was just presented as like a very like kind of neutral like everything's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah, Obama yeah, yeah. on the left McCain on the right and I resent that part of it and so I'm walking around singing this damn song and <laughs> I need, I need help. Why do I remember a YouTube video from 2008? What is because you're on? exhausted? Because you got nothing else going on in your brain, Molly, besides thinking, "Oh my God, I'm tired." <laughs> At least my brain fast forwarded from the Big Red commercial, which was about 1995, I think. Yeah, but it skipped a lot. It skipped a lot. Went right to 2008. Still skipped the present and everything in between. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Well, I think you need to be listening to more Blink 182. That or the other song that I added to my playlist, like immediately. Immediately after the Hey There Delilah was like a bridge over troubled water. I will lay me down. And it's just like, lie, lie, lie. Lie, 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 lie. That's what you need to be singing to Freddie. That'll put her right out. If there's one thing that'll put a baby right out, it's Simon and Garfunkel. My, yeah. Another even deeper cut than that, might I recommend the Clay Aiken singing bridge over troubled water. Oh, no, cover. Molly. Because I no, also not know Clay that Aiken. one pretty well. You're already turning into such a mom. I know. Oh, yeah, you kids like Clay Aiken? I think he's real neat. Oh, Clay Aiken. (laughs) A little less controversial than Simon and Garfunkel. Don't you think? (laughs) I think so. I think as long as you don't start listening to Charlotte Church, then everything will be fine. (laughs) Is Charlotte Church still around? Yeah. Is she still a thing? I just remember all of the uh, the horrible infomercials about Charlotte Church. And you know how I feel about children singing, especially children singing as if they are adults and understand the plights of our hardships. But they don't. <laughs> children have their own hardships. Yeah, I, I know. They can't control when they use the bathroom. Yeah, I know. They can't control what they eat. You know, it's they got a lot going on. <laughs> not the, I mean, not the kind of hardships that they had in a quiet place, which I saw yesterday. Have you guys seen a quiet place? I haven't gotten around to it. I haven't either, but I'm actually kind of interested. Oh, I'm very interested. I just you know, just haven't gotten haven't gotten to that point yet. Dude, it was it was in a bobo theater over here. You know, it's like you go to one of those bobo theaters where it's like, yeah, it played in year, it played months ago. You can come see it for three bucks. And I was like, sounds about right for my wallet. <laughs> and those kids, man, this is a great year for kids in movies. They're really killing it. Like what? Who else? It. Well, the the kids in Hereditary. Were oh awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah, I mean, it's like all of Stranger Things. I just rewatched the new It as well, which I didn't like at first, but then you know what? It's grown on me. You know, I'm kind of surprised. The only reason why I'm kind of skeptical is because it's weird to hear you give children praise. Yeah. I know. But then, <laughs> especially watching Quiet Place, those kids nailed it. Wait, and so th- th- I'm starting to see like a pattern here. So you just like to see children in fear. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's because Molly had a baby. We got a mother in the house now. Right. You know, I've got a, and I'll never put Freddie in danger. I'll make sure she's never scared. Just only send her to me after she's like 16. Well, I have thought about what if she, you know, turned out to be like a little bit Zabrowski and came to me and was like, really wanted to read about serial killers from a very young age. And I think I would send her to Henry and I would say, I can't make you not do this. And I just have to have faith that you won't be a serial killer. And here is your Uncle Henry and he's going to talk you through it. Or he can be like Richard or she can be like Richard Kuklinski and learn from a very young age from True Crime magazines what to do and what not to do. (laughs) See, this is the thing. Uh If my child is into serial killers, I imagine it would be a little bit odd. But Henry turned out great. Uh, It's fine. I had a picture of Ted Bundy's corpse on my wall (laughs) since I was five years old. No problems here. (laughs) (laughs) Was that your choice since five? Yeah. Good for you. Thank I'm you. Proud of you. Thank you very much. I was much. scared of a leprechaun poster, but you know that <laughs> also works too. I had a lot of zoo books on my wall. I also had a lot of zoo. A lot books. of zoo books too. The myriad of interests I had. <laughs> that and Cam Jansen. Every single Cam Jansen under the sun. Click, mm. click. I still wish I had a photographic memory. Click. But I mean, I don't need to remember this. Click. Maybe I do. <laughs> Maybe something's about to happen. I need to know. You should be clicking all the time. That's the problem with photographic memory. Is that when do you know when to click? I think photographic memory, yeah, I don't think people with photographic memories have to go click and close their oh, eyes. Oh, they don't have to close their eyes and click? <laughs> <laughs> I no, thought photogra- that's what they had to do. No, it's just a, a long series of photographs. It's like a gigantic click. stack of photographs that they can pull out at any time. They don't have to close their eyes click. and go click. Their, their brain is a camcorder, not a still camera. Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's more of a camera than a, a, oh. like a yeah, camcorder. Exactly. Like a video camera. A video camera. Like a, a yes. video camera. Ah, yes, yes. very interesting. That just makes me think of the Black Mirror thing. I think about Black Mirror way too often. Did you guys see that episode with the chip? I still have the not chip. done it because you guys told me about the first episode and I... Decided I can't can't do it. Oh, the pig fucking one. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, <laughs> but what I love about that one is that it ended up being real that David Cameron fucked a pig, you, and so that's a lot of fun. You should watch the the most recent season is awesome. But okay. I don't know. It, yes. might, it makes you very afraid of the future, though. That's already yeah, like the chip. Yeah, you can't trust the chip. Everyone's got the chip, and then any any interaction you have, it's like everything is captured at all times. So you can be like, "Hey, remember that fight that we had?" And you're like, "I never said that." And you go, "Click, click, 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 click," and you show it up on a projector, and it's like, "Yes, you did. I can see it right there." That, or you just obsess over things, and you can just watch things over and over and over and over again, like an ex-lover, and you can just like remember when you were happy. Remember when you were happy. That sounds horrifying. See, this reminds me a little bit of something that is already happening in real life that it doesn't have to do with pop culture, but I can't stop thinking about it, which is that Alexa recorded the conversation of that a husband and wife were having at home um, and then emailed it to their, uh, I'm not sure which member of the couple, but emailed it to their boss. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. Which is very Black Mirror-y. See, yeah. I unplugged my Alexa long ago. We got one as a Christmas present, uh, and we played with it for a little bit, and then the implications of it set in, Yeah, uh, and I unplugged that fucker, so now it's just kind of a paperweight 
gathering dust. Yeah, she's listening. She listened to this. She recorded this conversation, transcribed it. They weren't bad-mouthing the boss. Thank yeah. God it was like an innocuous home conversation. She recorded it, transcribed it, sent it to the boss. What if it had been sex? <laughs> That's my first question. It's very Black Mirror-y. But then how do you make a grocery list? You gotta have Alexa to make a grocery Alexa, eggs! Alexa, garlic! I mean, if I had an Alexa, that's I would only use it for grocery lists just so I can scream it out randomly. All we ever used it for was just like, Alexa, play David Bowie. And that would be it. We just ask it to play music for us, and then we realize, like, you know, we can just put on a record. You know, we can plug our phone into the stereo. There's a lot of ways that we can do this without... Potentially giving up all of our privacy. That's, I feel like with two extra steps, you can just put play on your phone, <laughs> and there if is David Elon Bowie. Musk doesn't trust AI, neither do I. That is my new slogan. He doesn't trust it. I don't trust it. He is a robot from the future that has come back to save us all, and he doesn't trust it. And I believe him. <laughs> just saying. Just He's throwing your that moral out there. I don't trust Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> this page seven is brought to you by the black tux summer season is wedding season if you're anything like me you've got a ton of events coming up when you're celebrating your buddy's big day you want to look your best but with your busy schedule it has to be convenient that's where our friends at theblacktux.com come in the black tux has great suits and tuxedos and all kinds of styles that you rent online the black tux offers the kinds of suits and tuxedo styles that look awesome and make a statement but you ain't gonna wear one every weekend and who has the money for an expensive suit you only wear once for example the emerald shawl tuxedo. It makes a big statement and is undeniably cool. But how many times are you going to wear an emerald green tuxedo? With the black tux, you can wear something eye-catching and stand out from the crowd. The black tux is my go-to for modern fitting and just plain great-looking suits and tuxedos. Good friend of mine is getting married and I can't wait for the black tux's midnight pin dot tuxedo to come in the mail. For the first time ever, I might be better dressed than my date. So try out a whole new look, do something different, and take your style to the next level. With the Black Tux's free home try-on, you can see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your big bash. And if anything is less than perfect, the Black Tux will send you a replacement right away. And remember how simple returns are? You wear it, you turn heads, then you send it back three days after your event, and shipping is free both ways. Look great and stand out at your event for the right reasons with the Black Tux. To get 20 bucks off your purchase, visit theblacktux.com slash page 7. That's theblacktux.com slash page 7 for 20 bucks off your purchase. That's P-A-G-E and the number 7. The Black Tux premium rental suits and tuxedos delivered. But anyway, I was bringing up A Quiet Place mostly. I mean, yeah, yeah, accolades to the kids. And the deaf kid did a great job. She really, really nailed it. However, John Krasinski, when did he become such a daddy? <laughs> I was going to ask you what you think about John Krasinski. I couldn't give one H about him before this. I mean, I dug the office. I think he's very funny. But man, he's got this beard that's... I, I just wanted to, like, smell it, you why, know? I feel like I want to be a skeptic about him, and I don't know why. I think it's one of these things where he's, like, too charming. He's like, oh, I'm, like, your perfect 
charming man from the show that everybody loves, and it makes me not trust him. But then that's the whole thing. But how do you not trust? I think it's at a point where it's come full circle because I completely understand what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But he's in A Quiet Place. He wrote A Quiet Place. He's the executive producer. He directed it. He stars in it. His wife is the co-lead in it with him. And he took this, like, this was his baby that he sold. He has, like, he wrote it a long time ago. He's been trying to get this made for such a long time. And the fact that on top of it, he's a great dad. (laughs) <laughs> and his beard must have the best beard oil in it. See, I'm only recently learning about this beard oil stuff just because Kissel's talking about it all the time because he's got a beard now. It's great. As someone that frequently um, kisses on a person with a beard, it makes it soft. It makes it smell good. I never break out in a rash, which is what I always did before whenever I made out with a guy that had a beard. Hmm. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, now, now you're interested, Molly. <laughs> oh, John Krasinski's beard oil, you say. <laughs> I mean, my husband has a beard. That's what I'm saying. Get him some beard oil. Get one. You have to find one that, like, you are, like, insanely, like, animalistically attracted to the smell of. And it's crazy. I just want to, like, rub my face in it. I'm going to have to bring my baby to the store and be like, Show me your sexiest beard oils. <laughs> I can't please, go anywhere sir, it's for the baby. baby. It's for the happiness of the baby. <laughs> your muskiest oil, please. Yeah, although I actually have been thinking, um, you know, because at least when I was a kid, like, you know, adults have like a, you can like, you have a smell you associate them with. So mm-hmm. I think I would like to have a scent that Freddie will associate me with as she gets older. Yeah. Um, like a, but not like a terrifying old lady smell, which was most <laughs> of the smells I associated with adults mm-hmm. as in my childhood. Ooh. Oh man. I, I, oh yeah. I just, I just smelled my grandma. Yeah. You know, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. had that smell. Yeah. Um, but it would be fun if her parents had a smell. Especially when it's someone you don't like, and then every it's like every time I smell my dead as fuck grandmother's perfume, if I'm out, I'm just like, oh, no, and I just openly scream in any supermarket, and I scare everyone. But you know, it's like who needs to go back to the Ralphs? Not me. I'm banned for life. I wish I was. But you know what I'm not banned from life from? <laughs> it's hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Happy after 4th of July. How many hot dogs did I eat? About eight. <laughs> eight? I think you exceeded your yeah. goal. I definitely exceeded my goal. Marcus, did you get any hot dogs? Three. Three hot dogs. And wings. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I had three three hot dogs and Carolina made some uh, some wonderful barbecue garlic wings. Ooh, yes. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. I would Hell go yeah. for wings. Uh-huh. Well, I, oh, I went for both. <laughs> yeah, I had a wonderful 4th of July. Yeah, what'd you do, Marcus? Well, we uh, had a little tiny get-together over at our apartment, and then we went over to uh, my buddy Dave's place and watched the fireworks from uh, his roof while the helicopters were parked right above us. Uh, that wasn't great, but still, the fireworks were beautiful. And then uh, we went back to my place and uh, got really drunk, listened to my Master of Puppets record really loud, and played yeah. World Combat for a while. That sounds great. So it was a pretty fucking American day. It's such a great album. You know what? I don't care. You know what? A lot of people poo-poo on Metallica. You know what? Love them. Yeah. I love I love Master of Puppets. Yeah, of course. Master of Puppets is a classic American album, as is Ride the Lightning and Justice for All and Kill 'em All. 
Hell yeah. I have to learn to let my husband loves Metallica. Yeah. And I just don't. It's not that I don't respect it. I know that they are good musicians, but it's like a language that I don't speak. You, you know, don't, you don't speak. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not what I want out of music. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. No, I mean, there's a lot of great slower songs, too, that I think that you'd... You know what, Molly? Go take him to see them in concert. Go on a date night. They are fantastic in concert. I will say these days they're hit and miss because... I, I mean, they're old now, They're I guess, very yeah. old because I know Henry saw them twice in like a week, once with you and once with me. Uh, yeah. And the second time he said they were um, noticeably more tired. <laughs> That's a long, I mean, long they're week. old. And, I they, mean, and I, they they also had this thing now where they like bring out a whole bunch of these huge like drums these giant I think they're like Hawaiian or something and they all mm-hmm. play the drums together uh, and it's really weird and then afterwards like James Hetfield came out and was like so would you guys like huge festival like tens of thousands like so would you guys think of the drums huh <laughs> we thought it was pretty cool <laughs> I was like oh man if you're gonna do the drums you gotta like don't let us know. Like it was obviously an idea that their therapist had. <laughs> yeah, I just was waiting for them to start screaming. Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. I was just like, come on, get in the V, guys. Come on, knuckle puck them, guys. But um, they I, I associate didn't. Metallica now with Paradise Lost, and yeah. all the music in Paradise Lost is great. And I was like, maybe I'm a metal kid. Yeah, it's the own. That's the. I think until I think Mission Impossible Two, that was the only movie that Metallica had ever licensed their music to. Well, I support. Which one is it? Is it Until It Sleeps in Paradise Lost? Uh, They play one song over and over again. They only gave them the one. I'm pretty sure. I think it was Sanitarium. Sanitarium. (laughs) That's right. Just leave me alone. I, they are fantastical, Molly. I think that you would like early Metallica. Until It Sleeps is a great song, too. Yeah. Don't want your greed. Don't want it. It's just so sinister. You know? Well, they were trying to be really sin- Like, they were uh, trying to be like creepy deepy Metallica in uh, for load and it it just comes off as very goofy. Uh-huh. But it's still fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the next one was like fuel. Like, just give me fuel, give me fire, give me dab dab I wanted to ask you guys slight tangent but around the same era um how are we feeling about the Freddie Mercury biopic? Bad. Yeah, because they they totally yeah. like uh uh erase his being HIV positive, right? Yeah. 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 It was like, oh, Freddie's sick, but Queen will go on. Uh-huh. It's like, ah. Uh. But I love Mr. Robot, and I think that he's really sexy. Yeah. But he doesn't sing in it. I think that we talked about this while you were, you know, having a baby. Uh. But oh. what? <laughs> oh, I'm what, so what's... lame now. <laughs> <laughs> what was really upsetting is, like, that's why Sasha Baron Cohen left the project was because they were just going to, like, halfway through the movie, it's like, Freddie Mercury is dead, and then continue on with the story of Queen. And Sasha Baron Cohen was like, 
no, this has to be a movie about Freddie Mercury. Uh-huh. I won't do it if it's not just about Freddie Mercury. Uh-huh. So he dropped the project. Got yeah. you. Who cares what Brian May did after Freddie Mercury? I mean, he did some cool things. It's like, so you're going to make the rest of the movie about Brian May getting his degree in astrophysics? Because <laughs> that's what he did. Or yeah. so, it was something like that. Like, he went on to like get a doctorate and shit. But, like, I don't remember there being a whole lot of great Queen albums after... Freddie Mercury died. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm still going to see the movie. I'm just not that excited about it. Yeah. No, you know, I don't think I will. Well, I won't see it in the theater out of principle. I'll wait until it gets on the VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, guys. I keep calling the like the Bluetooth speaker an MP3 player. And I was like, where's the MP3 player? The other day I was like, oh, no, I'm at, that's it. I'm old. Yeah, that's I'm it. officially old. Yeah, you're now about, you have now stuck yourself in time. Now it's always going to be an MP3 player. Mm. I keep calling it an MP3 MP3 player, I can't stop. Oh, embrace it. I have already, but long before I was a mom, I was already just exasperating my students by not understanding anything, and mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I really highly <laughs> recommend it. It's freeing. You'll never be cool again, although I am wearing a baseball hat that says hashtag selfie on it that I won at David Buster's. I saw that selfie you posted, and I was proud of you. It's, it's, I am really, I love it, but I realize that uh, it's a little bit more charming, I think, when I wear it when I'm also wearing the baby. When I'm wearing it by myself, it is not quite as. I kind of love it. It kind of. I love bag. it. It's a winner. <laughs> yes, bitch, she's a winner. <laughs> Just lean in. You gotta lean into being basic. I'm doing it. You know, you get yourself a wine spritzer. You take a selfie. You know what? You smile. Yeah, I mean, I'll, again, the, our ship has sailed. We will never ever know what's going on. No. So just. Really just go full Grandpa Simpson and embrace it. I saw this article that I was just like, is this a 30-year-old vlogger that wrote this article about the new Snapchat um, thing that's happening, I guess, or what they're referring to it as, where it's like the new term. But they said for teens is that when you're dating, you got to, like, you're Gatsbying. <laughs> Gatsbying. Gats, Gats, I feel like buying? this is... Like Gatsby, yeah, Gatsby, Gatsby, no Gatsby, like Jay Gatsby, correct. That that like everything on your social media and everything on your, you know, like your Instagram, your Snapchats, everything that you post is to like show your best life. Is to do everything to make like to make everyone think that you are the coolest and you are the best, just to get like your crush's attention. What a nice like literary Jay Gatsby reference did to Daisy. What for the children? I think that that really shows a lot of reading comprehension. I I support it. I'm There's sure it was no a- way a child <laughs> came up with this. There is an, this is a trap for us, our generation, to be like, oh no, we know what the kids are saying. Oh, they're Gatsbying. And then for a 13-year-old to look at you and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Try it on your niece, Jackie. Oh, she wouldn't know. She's a lame. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's a lame. She's a lame. She doesn't break any rules. She's very good. <laughs> Well, we can identify with her. I can identify with her? What are you talking about? I'm bad to the bone. (laughs) Were you a bad to the bone tween? Uh, yeah. I mean, I never got caught for it, so I feel like then it's like, ah, you know. Yeah. Was she bad to the bone? You were probably bad to the bone too, right? Never got caught. (laughs) Never got caught. Rarely. Got caught twice. Yeah, that was about it. What'd you get caught doing? Got caught uh, throwing a party uh, when my parents were out of town because uh, we got a case of Keystone Light. 
Uh, and you know, remember how cases used to just come in those uh, like kind of small cardboard boxes? It was mm-hmm. just about halfway up, and yeah. uh, we neglected to throw one away. Mm-hmm. My dad does not drink Keystone, or uh, he drinks it now. But back then, <laughs> back then, he was a Budweiser man. He's like, I'm gonna have one of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. No. He, so he he caught us, and the other time was uh, I was sneaking in a beer uh, to drink in my room, and my mom was up. And she's like, what is that in your jacket? I'm like, nothing, mother. Oh, no. <laughs> it was in all. your jacket, I, too? Like, she caught half, it? I, like, hit it. In, yeah, she could see the bulge. Mm. She was up watching TV. She never stayed up late, but that night she stayed up late. Ooh, I Damn. can't wait to be like, is that a beer in your jacket, my child? <laughs> my child! <laughs> Share it with mother! <laughs> No, that's why you need to have a sibling for Freddy because Henry never did anything wrong, so he would always be the one that got checked. And I'm like, I don't know, Mom, Henry's so bad. Meanwhile, I was like doing lines and just like partying and drinking all night. I'm like, Henry's just so scary. But he's just out like making videos with his friends. Mom, I'm not smoking the pot. See, I was not bad to the bone, as evidenced by my previous reveal that I listened to Real Big Fish when I was angry. Nah, the Scott kids tended to be the sober ones. Yeah, the straight edge. Nothing wrong with being straight edge. No, not at all. Uh, I think that it is a lot of straight edge people are wonderful, but at that time there was like a convergence, and it was also weirdly hyper-masculine, and it wasn't the best. And I was a trumpet player, and trumpet players, and I say this as a trumpet player, they are Trash people, especially the men. <laughs> they are. Wait, why are trumpet people? Why why are they trash people? <laughs> because Polly. because the men who choose to play trumpet, not all men. My two best friends in high school were two male trumpet players, um, but they. The, if you choose to play trumpet, especially if you're a man, you ch- are choosing the loudest, like most phallic. In your face, not phallic, but it's just a loud in your face instrument and it matches the personality of a lot of people who choose it. I get you. Now, if you want trash, you go to the drum line. Yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> that is universally that's, true. That's where all us trash are like really hang out. Yeah, because we've got two dicks yes. that we get to hold on to and make real big noise bang, all the bang, time. Bang. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Now the the true trash is always the drum line. Yeah, I'm gonna say because we're all the way at the back too. That I had two crushes on two different boys who were in the woodwind section, so uh, that's also evidence of mine not being bad to the bone. But I say go to the Don't woodwind section. Don't they have section. like spit traps or something on those? Trumpets have spit traps. Woodwinds, God. no, they have to like lick the reed a lot. It always really weirded me out. They mm. have to like really lick it a lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they gotta lick it a lot. <laughs> that's what I would, man. But y'all just banged each other though. See, not me. I wish I had. I had a. I really missed out. But yes, the goal should be that you're all banging each other. My first kiss was on the band bus mm-hmm. with a woodwind yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Whoa! I thought you were just say with a woodwind, just like you <laughs> kissing, <laughs> kissing. What is it? A bassoon? Just like this is my new girlfriend. She's quiet all the time unless I blow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. You could be louder than that. Come on, baby. <laughs> An elbow. <laughs> yeah, those are the obnoxious ones. No, it's why I always wanted to play a tuba, though, because like I felt like that really, like, that was me as an instrument. Yeah, right? the, the big brass, the, the people who played the big brass instruments were great. Yeah, they were b- very nice people. Yeah. The tuba players are always the nicest people. It's true. They yeah. were, like, big, jolly people. Or should I say sousaphone? Yeah, they were great. They were, Is like, that the same thing? 
Fantastic. They're somewhat different, I think. Marching band oh. version. The sousaphone is the marching band version. Uh, that's the one you hold. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It has the big. I want it to be, yeah, I want it to be wrapped around me like a like a big Latin lover. Yeah, you want a sousaphone. <laughs> mm, yeah, I want a sousaphone. I feel like the, t- the tubes never got laid, though, did they? The, uh... Mm. Actually, the two tuba players in our band ended up marrying each other. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Still married, still happily married to this day. Wow. Great people. Good yeah, for yeah. them. Good no, no, for really, them. Yeah. Yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, I'll still talk to, talk to them every once in a while. They're really good people. Because they're tuba players. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing. Here at Page 7, the only thing you may be learning about is how slip and slide your meat gets when you're in public and thinking about John Krasinski. Good lord, that beard! Yeah, we ain't a bunch of brainzoids, but that's why we started using Udemy, to put down our horny for a second and open up our ears to fun times learning style that wouldn't have been available to us 10 years ago. Udemy has over 65,000 courses, from coding to comic book art, available anywhere on their website and app. They have the largest and most accessible online learning marketplace to slap up your brain and say, wake up, you nerds, it's time for a learn spell. Udemy is something for everyone. Y'all know I've got bad brain bugs and I'm currently rebuilding my train wreck of a life. But their mental health courses like writing the next chapter of your life are actually helping me rip the thoraxes off my itty bitty mean creepy crawlies. I can listen to it when I'm bopping to the studio or when I'm taking the train to kiss on a boyzilla or even at home. It gives me access to new knowledge wherever I am. That sounds like I need to have my legs spread as I'm saying it. And don't worry, they are wide open legs. Check out Udemy. You know, I know I didn't pay attention in college because I had slurping of all kinds to do. But Udemy is out there killing it to help you improve your skills and careers and your lives. And they helped me set up this exclusive offer for my listeners only. Go to ude.my slash page seven right now and get 90% off when you sign up for classes. You'll not find a better price, so sign up for classes now using my link, ude.my slash page seven, and get access to life-changing classes for 90% off. And make sure you download their app for your phone so you can stream your studies wherever you are. That's ude.my slash page seven, ude.my slash page seven. I think obnoxious likes obnoxious because, I mean, both of my parents were accordion players. So. <laughs> Wait, what? I never told you this? No. I don't think I knew that. You didn't know that either, Mark? No, I absolutely didn't know this. Really? But your parents oh, yeah, they played the accordion. Together? Ha- can they duet? <laughs> they can, yeah. They got their honers in the garage. And of all the things that we take from our parents' house, the only thing we are not allowed to take ever or play with are the accordions. <laughs> really? Like oh ever, yeah, my like, dad will bring it out just to be obnoxious though. So it's just like it'll be two o'clock in the morning. It's like go to sleep, dad, because like I want to go get high out in the fucking backyard. I need you to go to sleep. Time to go to sleep, and it'll just come out all of a sudden here. Did they meet like at an accordion concert? No, he played. Um, she had seen him play at Carnegie Hall. What? And then. But then my dad ended up seeing, um, he fell in love with her because my mom was a, um, what's it called? A lounge singing at a ball. Lounge singer. Oh, lounge singer. Your mom was a lounge singer? 
Yeah, at an Irish bar. So it was just a bunch of drunks, like yeehawing and toot tootin' or whatever you Irish do. And uh, <laughs> it was just her singing. <laughs> what do they do? Clink, clink. Cheers. A jig. Cheers. Slancha. Slancha, yeah. <laughs> but they, but they, there's some jigging as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They jig. I don't think my dad was jigging. But they can play together, and they never showed us how to play the accordion, which was for the best, because can you imagine if Henry and I also knew how to play the accordion? I would love it so much if both of you knew how to play the accordion. Yeah, I didn't think that you two could get better, but I think that that could. (laughs) Because you know we would never actually learn how to play. We would just want to make the most obnoxious sounds. I mean, how Polish can the family get? Accordion Polish. Wow. I can't believe you guys didn't know that my parents played the accordion. No, never in all of the, what, eight years that we've known each other. And worked together constantly. Oh, yeah. And not just worked with, like, not just the two of us, but also working with your brother constantly as well for eight years. Never. Maybe it's it's just something we're scared of. (laughs) (laughs) That is incredible. And I, I do wish that you both played accordion, to be honest. I just, you know what? It's too many buttons. Yeah, there's a lot of buttons. Like, you have to, like, it's a, it's quite a skill to play an accordion. Yeah, yeah it I can't very do that. complicated. I want to do one of the whoo, what is it? Whoo, harmonica. Ding, 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 ding. No, no, no. Whoo, ding, 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 ding. Uh, uh, with melodica. Keys. Melodica. Melodica. Is that the ones that's strapped to you? Whoo, ding, 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 ding. Yes. Whoo, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I get that's, you. Yeah. Woo, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> You'd practice in your scales. ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I got where, it. Where do they use those? What kind of music is that? Uh, Ska. I know, like, Gorillaz uses them a lot. Mm. I like the new Gorillaz song. It's very beachy. I haven't listened to it yet. I, haven't, I heard the new album's great. It's a lot of fun, and their music video is Jack Black in it, and I think that that means that they're going to, I think they're doing the soundtrack for, or like with Tenacious D in the new Tenacious D movie. Ooh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's at least the word on the street. Nothing's been, uh, I don't think, said yet officially, but he's great in the uh, music video. You know what? I really like the gorillas. I love them. Yeah, I got to say, you know, speaking of Metallica, I saw gorillas one night and Metallica the next night. Gorillas were fucking amazing live. Best night, best yeah. show of the weekend. Man, you are going to love Radiohead tomorrow. I have been wanting to see Radiohead since I was 14. You haven't seen him live I've never, ever? I have Dude. never seen him live. Gonna really? go, we're going to go see him at Madison Square Garden tomorrow night. I am beyond jazz. You must be so excited. I'm so excited. So I excited. cried the entire time, but I was on a quite a cocktail. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but I did cry the entire time. Yeah. Good uh, tears. I'll, ha- I'll have emotions, I'm sure. Oh, you definitely will. I'm sure I'll definitely have quite a few emotions. Many things will. Happen. What I was, I didn't mean, I, I feel like I need to bring this back to this because I want to make sure that we talk about this because I need your guys' help. But I only have a few days to do it. Guys. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council is looking for a hot dog ambassador. (gasps) Jackie, (laughs) why didn't you call me? (laughs) Someone who was very lovely sent me this link on the twits uh, the other day, and I only have a few days to get my hot dog resume together, but I could possibly be... The Southwest Hot Dog Official Ambassador. Ambassador to whom? 
To to the to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. <laughs> <laughs> no, who are you? Amba- who is the ambassadorship like to? The world. (laughs) (laughs) Think you have what it takes to be an official ambassador for Hot Dog Nation? Send us your hot dog resume. This July, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council will name five regional hot dog ambassadors. One in the Northeast, Southeast, Midwest, Southwest, and West. We're looking for people with a passion for hot dogs and a strong background in preparing, eating, enjoying, debating, and celebrating them as a great all-American food. Wow, Jackie, you didn't really miss any details. All the regions are represented. (laughs) Right? I I, I, I do all of this and they said if it's too like sexual of a resume then you get immediately disqualified like, which I'm very glad that they included that we get it okay it's a hot dog ambassadorship but leave your immature jokes at home this is for the serious diplomats my main question is what is a hot dog resume they do not answer they don't explain um, it no, they I like it it says photos videos and other creative accompaniments are encouraged so does that mean I need to come up with a hot dog song hot dogs hot dogs put a slaw on my dog come on over girl get your muscle get your crown cause I wanna slurp it good cause I love a dog in my buns done I just wrote a hot dog song can we clip that I'm so <laughs> and if you win, you're going to be able to get a hot dog ambassador business card that can be used for deals at NHDSC partner restaurants. Oh. You get a $100 gift card for their favorite hot dogs. Favorite hot dogs. But it's his their favorite hot Who's? dogs. Not, <laughs> the National the Hot Dog and Sausage Council. The council. <laughs> I like that it's not a brand, it's a council. Yeah, please, can we just start calling the NHDSC because, I mean, everyone knows about the council. I like uh, Marcus's clarification because you do have to be an ambassador to something. It's like yeah. a, it is a two-way yeah, street. Yeah, you're not just an ambassador that sits there. You were an ambassador to something or someone else. Yeah, you've got to do some, some ambassadorship. The goodwill of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that or it's like, do I get like diplomatic impunity and, and if I go to other other countries? Does that mean I can steal hot dogs wherever I go? You start does that, like, your does car that mean it's like if I see a dog, the dog is immediately mine, <laughs> and I, like I can take hot dogs from children? I think that's what it really means. Well, as long as you be sure to wear your NHDSC Wiener Warrior T-shirt. See, my issue is, is can we make official page seven Wiener Warrior t-shirts instead? Or is that, is the, does the NHDSC have it copyrighted? They've got to have a lawyer. I do not see a trademark or a copyright symbol next to Wiener Warrior. If they have an ambassador, though, they must have a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> a lawyer is a real job. A hot dog ambassador, not a real job. Well, I'm Googling Wiener Warrior. I also don't want to step to hotdog.org because Lord knows what kind. <laughs> What kind of people they got behind them at the .org situation? It's a .org. Wow. And it's hot-dog.org, meaning that Mm -hmm. hotdog.org was taken. Already taken. There's another hot dog. (laughs) I want to see what hotdog.org is. There's another another council in town. Well, I think someone's just, there's nothing there. I think someone's just sitting on it. parking on it. That's rude. We should get it. Everyone loves a .org. Yeah, well, we, should, we should get hot-dog.edu. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, get it. Yeah, it's like we're educating people on how great hot dogs are and how much better your life is if you could just slurp down a hot dog. Well, on the NHDSC website, there's a media. There's a, a whole subheading for sausage basics. Uh, then there's culture. Hmm. Is a hot mm. dog a sandwich? What do you think? 
I hate this conversation. <laughs> no, it's not. It's different. If you said I'm going out to get a sandwich, that doesn't mean you're getting a hot dog. I think a hot dog is a whole separate thing. If anything, if anything, it's like a it's like a taco. <laughs> it's an American taco. I yeah, would agree with that. I well, agree with you. I mean, I'm going to give you the top 12 reasons from the NH and the NHDSC why hot dog and sandwich are not interchangeable. So they're Thank on the you. council side. You've done your research. Number 12. If you were watching a great athlete showing off during a game, you don't call him a sandwich. Uh, what I, do you okay, go, uh, I don't want wait, you to work you say this hot council. Hot dog. <laughs> I do not like them. Like, that guy is hot dogging. They lost me. I have never <laughs> used it in that way. <laughs> you guys have never said like, "Oh, look at that athlete. He's a, he's a hot dog." My mom says that yeah. all the time. Yeah, that guy's hot dogging around. Like if we're at the roller rink, my mm. mom will be like, "Watch out for that hot dog over there." <laughs> That's so awesome. Why am I not using that? Oh, yeah. I, I'm really surprised. I figured you'd already be on this hot dogging wagon. It's actually no. really great and useful. It's, it's like somebody's being a cocky asshole. They're being a hot dog. Hot um, dog. <laughs> Number 11. Does ESPN broadcast sandwich eating contests? Truths. Very truths. Number 10. Imagine being at a, the ballpark with the organ playing, the crowd cheering, and a vendor walking through the stand saying, Sandwich! sandwich. Get your sandwich here! Doesn't I mean, make I'd any buy sense. A sandwich. <laughs> I would. I'd buy a sandwich. Are there actually nine more reasons, though? Dirty Harry would not have sounded nearly as ominous if he had said, Never ever put mayo on a sandwich. But Did when he, he said, that? never ever put ketchup on a hot dog, people sat up and listened. When did he say that? <laughs> that a, was it a Chicago dog he's talking about? Because you don't put ketchup on a Chicago dog. Right? I don't remember that part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is that a big part? I've never, I mean, I've never seen Dirty Harry before, which I know it's on my list. We've talked about this before, but I, um, I don't think that that's, I, I, I don't hear that uh, as, a, as a quote very often. You wouldn't get arrested for putting ketchup on a sandwich in Chicago. Mm, see, mm-hmm. I should be the hot dog ambassador as well because I know about Chicago dogs. No, I won't well, take you it out are more than yet. welcome. You can go out for the Northeast ambassador yeah. of hot dogs. I, I don't want to take it from you, but I guess we could both be ambassadors. <laughs> well, yeah, no, re- this is a regional ambassadorship. Okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. No one ever sang of the, wishing they were a sandwich. Mm. Think about that. I bet that's not the- true. I'll bet people have sang about how they wish they were a sandwich, though. Babe Ruth wasn't sent to the hospital and rumored to be dead because he ate too many sandwiches. But That's Elvis my- is rumored to have died from eating a sandwich, so that point is not. <laughs> and so is Mama Cass. Mama Cass died from eating a sandwich. <laughs> but Babe Ruth specifically, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, number two, you don't go to the ballpark and see racing sandwiches. And number one, Wait. if you won the lottery, would you say sandwich? No, you'd say hot dog. I like that none of these things have anything to do with the actual <laughs> hot dog or a sandwich. It's only in how you say the word hot dog. And you know what? I appreciate this list. Jackie, I this, think it's a fantastic list. This list is too punny for you. I think that you need to look for a better hot dog council that has a better sense of humor. I think there's only one hot dog council. In hot dog council, see how many hot dog councils there are. You know, I'm just sad high. that I didn't know about the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council to begin with. I mean, they are, uh, they're definitely a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> 
<laughs> They've got a Wikipedia okay. page. You do, do you know it was founded in 1994 by the American Meat Institute? Mm. I... I'm sorry, just also quick, I immediately clicked on hot dog etiquette on hotdog.org. First thing, there's a whole video, but the first thing it says is hot dog equals five bites. <laughs> five <laughs> bites to a hot dog. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something a crazy person would say. These are insane do's and don'ts of hot dog etiquette. I don't, maybe I don't, maybe I'm not into hot dog culture enough. <laughs> I had... You don't Condiments remaining on the fingers after eating a hot dog should be licked away, not washed. <laughs> Ugh. You can get all this in a brochure. You this can download great. a brochure and print it out. I need it. I need it. <laughs> oh, my God. Hot dogs, facts, and figures, and folklore. Oh, yeah. Need the brochure. <laughs> do I need a brochure? Yes, I do. Man. <laughs> I've never fallen in love with a council so hard. I don't know. I'm if sorry, I Molly, that you can't, uh, you know, join us in our hot dog brigade. But I well, mean, uh, what you can you can adhere to the rule: of never bring wine to a hot dog barbecue. I can adhere to that rule. <laughs> Damn right. Do they? They probably Damn have some right. sort of snarky line about tofu dogs on there, don't they? Actually, no, they don't. Oh, well, good. No, there's no <laughs> vegetarian shaming on it, and I no. appreciate that. That's nice. I'll be the tofu ambassador. All right. It's not as much fun, but yes. Yeah, I'm with you. But, you know, if I'm going to a barbecue at one, you know, at one uh, ambassador place, I'm going to hot dog council, Molly. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. And not, not for nothing, but tofu dogs are gross. Yeah. Veggie burgers, some of them can be good, as we established, uh, but tofu dogs are not good. Embassy, the hot dog embassy. What? There's a hot dog embassy? There could be if you become ambassador. <gasps> Maybe we should just make our own embassy. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> come on, become a hot sovereign hot dog nation, <laughs> hot dog embassy. <laughs> We're really like, like getting into some international law problems here, though. If you create your own embassy. Yeah, I guess you're right. Everybody in the club smelling good now. Everybody smelling good. When you're balling in the club. You want to have a scent that is not just sweat and desperation. Finding your right Kalagna is like dating all of your horrible exes. Ugh, think about all of your mistakes. Wait, don't. No matter what time it is, it is way too early for that. Fleur is here to help and is bringing the feeling back into fragrances. I, don't, I wish they could help stop my nighttime mistakes, but let's face it, at least I'm smelling good while I cry. Fleur is a revolutionary way of discovering and experiencing fragrance. It's like the revolutionary war without all those dang musket balls getting in your craw. You get to know Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and music on their site. And if you like what you hear and see, chances are, move over, men's warehouse. You're gonna like the way you smell. I guarantee it. Am I allowed to say that? Don't arrest me, men's warehouse. I'm too pretty for jail. Get these gender-free scents shipped on over to you and try them at home without those blouse-wearing mongrels staring you down at the Dillards. Each Fleur scent is created by world-class perfumers and inspired by real moments for your real life. Unlike the Khloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom unbreakable perfume I used to wear, man, they was breakable. The best part? Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. No secrets, no nasty ingredients, and no BS. Only thing nasty on me is my mesh, and that's sexy nasty. 
I am still rocking Hepcat because I am digging the H out of its T. Makes me feel young again. Fleur creates sustainably crafted award-winning perfumes delivered with transparency at an honest price. What's not to love? Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to try three Fleur fragrances of your choice at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com I know that Dave Grohl's not going to have any international law problems with these Thai boys that were just pulled out of a cave. <laughs> you guys like that intro to a story? What does Dave Grohl have to do with it? With the Thai boys? Oh, yeah, baby. So I guess um, when they were... Uh, iPods were sent down to the the children that were captured in the cave. Henry just gave me the story right before we started recording, and he told me all about it, and it was just so funny that I can't not bring it up. To help them, like, cope... They sent iPods, and what they asked for on the iPods was Foo Fighters because they love the Foo Fighters. That's nice. And so afterwards, now that they're all rescued, Dave Grohl came out and said that now all of them have two free tickets and two free beers to any Foo Fighters show. Nice. (laughs) But also, they're children. (laughs) They're children. I don't think Dave Grohl paid much attention to this story. I don't think that he did, but I like it because that was it was a Henry's quote that was like, man, they grew up pretty fast in that cave. You know what? <laughs> Give him a beer. I think if you survive a cave, you get a beer, yeah, right? Yeah, I think that that's fair. They're, they're like not very small children. They're like, like young teenagers, yeah, they're right? They're like 14, 15, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't really know too much about the story. It was just Henry went on and on about making them. It's like, I mean, I'm sh- it's a very nice gesture from Dave Grohl. There's, I, I bet they also, like, it's like he probably could have, like, Sent them money to like, you know, <laughs> for like, m- you know, mental health bills or whatever they're going to need after being trapped in a cave of being scared of being inside of a car or any kind of enclosed space. But no, they get two free tickets and two beers every concert. It's nice, but do they need that? Come on, man. Two free tickets to a Foo Fighters rock concert and two free brews. Come on. Yeah, man. You said every concert? It. No, just no. one. Just because oh. <laughs> if it was everyone, then they would just each have like a new like a life purpose, which would just be to attend every Foo Fighters concert. I guess the next time that Foo Fighters play in Bangkok, gotta happen sometime. <laughs> yeah, oh. he's not even flying them to a huge big show. It's just like if you know, if it's close to you and you can take your cart or whatever you got, you know, get, you it just blows you on over. If you find yourself in the U.S., you got two beers waiting for you. At a Foo Fighters show. I mean, you know, he tried. Yeah. He, he tried. did something. It really is very, very too. I did not follow the story at all because I was like, I can't handle if this doesn't go well, but it is very much like the Boy in the Well episode of The Simpsons. Oh, yes. When Sting. This is exactly. Instead of Sting, it's Dave One of my fans is still trapped down there. The parallels are tremendous. It's just Dave Grohl. He's not being as heroic as Sting was in the Simpsons episode. Oh, my God. They did call it, didn't they? They did. The Simpsons called it. They did. This is exactly what happened. All right. It's time for the list. Who's on the list? Marcus. Gotta have that list. Here's an interesting one. The Richest Celebrities Today by Net Worth. Oh, that's I, that, I'm, that's a good list. Do you want to start at the top and move down 
or start at the bottom and move up? Start at 25 or start at 1? Hmm. Let's start at 25. Yeah, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Johnny Depp, worth $200 million. Mm. Oh, man. He's getting sued <laughs> for that punch, <laughs> though. I'll tell you what. Take it. Take his net worth. Tom Hanks, though. Worth $350 million. I'm surprised he's that low. Mm-hmm. Also, happy birthday, because his birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Tom. Oh, my God. It's a tale as old as time. <laughs> Song as old as rhyme. Tom oh. and his Rita. And if I ever meet him, that's what I'm going to sing. <laughs> Speaking of singers, Barbara Streisand. $390 million. Beats out Go Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, four hundred million. Good for him. Sports. Mel Gibson is worth four hundred twenty-five million. Ooh, get him off the Still? list. Still take his net worth. Oh yeah, Mel Gibson's going to be worth a lot of money forever. Redistribute it. Port- what Peter- is it? What gets him that though? Uh, you know, all those huge, gigantic hits, directing. Just, yeah. Oh, just all of them, just like accumulated. Dur- it wasn't like one big thing. Yeah, I'm sure it's like yeah, directing everything, all that shit. He was probably executive producer on a ton of things. Yeah, Peter Jackson, four hundred fifty million. Oh, I mean that's a given. Yeah, yeah. All those, all those habits, they hopping on <laughs> into that bank account. Till you would. All those habits. <laughs> Beyonce also tied four hundred fifty million. No, at number what, are, what number are we at? We're at number nineteen. Okay. The uh, Bayhive is buzzing, saying that she's pregnant again, but I think that she just had a little pooch. And you know what? Go for her. Go for her. That's fine. George Clooney, five hundred million. He beats. Beyonce. Oh, and he got in a scooter accident yesterday. I got a thing for everybody on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you got a thing for the next one. Elton John, five hundred million. Damn! Hell yeah! I make closer billions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he needs, baby. But you know, and this is a surprising one. Who's above Elton John at five hundred twenty million? Billy Joel. Mariah Carey. Oh. Whoa. All right. I wonder. Uh, but it's all that. It's damn all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, she's still that's making why. so much money. Well, yep. she's sold over 200 million albums. Dude. I mean, it's a good for her. But you know what? It's like a clean up your act for the kids, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise, also worth $550 million. I'm just, Everyone who comes after Beyonce, I'm going to be just personally offended on her behalf. Are you personally yeah. offended by Jimmy Buffett at $600 million? Not at all. <laughs> that's great. Good for him. That's also I not Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. That's not a Jimmy Buffett song. What? Oh, yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> it's fucking close enough. It's close enough. Cheeseburger in paradise. Cheeseburger in paradise. But it sure is nice. It is crazy that Pina Colada is not a Jimmy Buffett song. Just yeah. throwing that out there. No, that's just, that's, it just doesn't make any sense. There are no. some surprises on here. Tyler Perry is the 13th richest celebrity in the world with $600 million. He's got a franchise. Mm-hmm. Dude, he just sent Tiffany Haddish a Tesla because she keeps going all over the place saying that she wants a Tesla. One day she's going to get herself a Tesla. So he just sent her a Tesla. He's Can got you imagine having that kind of money? Tesla money. Like Tesla, like casual Tesla money. Casual <laughs> te- Not even for yourself or for a loved one. To someone else. She's like, you don't have it. Yeah. The, the way I would buy an acquaintance, say, a hot dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I got this one. I got you a Tesla. Yeah. Bono worth oh. $700 million. That's offensive. <laughs> Yuck. 
James Cameron, also worth $700 million. But that's Titanic. Titanic. And Avatar. And mm-hmm. Terminator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of it. Of course, you know. He never has to work again. I'm sure he won't. He shouldn't. Mm. Go to sleep. Speaking of Titanic, Celine Dion, $800 million. Damn, good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Dre is at $800 million. It's the headphones. It's Is it the headphones? The headphones is a very, very large part of it. But he also... I mean, I guess it's his it's prolific also, career. It's also... it's. Producing like some of the biggest hip hop albums of all time. Yeah, it's probably yeah. that. The Chronic, you know, all the Eminem stuff. Yeah. Doggy style. Oh, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Dre will always be a very rich man. Good for him. Madonna is also at 800 million. I support that. P. Diddy, 820 million. Take him off. What does he do? Uh, producer. Like these producers, uh. they get a lot of. Ca- and plus, you know, all the songs that he put out that were so terrible. Mm-hmm. He's not good. No. Jerry Seinfeld. 870 million. Hmm. I say thumbs up. Hmm. I say go ahead, Jerry. I'm 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 with it. I I watch a, I also watch a few of the the comedians in the cars riding with the with the yuck yucks, what's it called? Um, <laughs> 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 it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's, it's a fun with yuck yucks is a far superior <laughs> show hosted by Jackie in a car that is powered by her own feet. <laughs> Yeah, man, just me getting tired. Like, I need an ice cream. And me eating ice cream for five minutes and not talking. Like, we only eat ice cream in silence. Jay-Z, mm. 900 million. He's Dang. number five. Dang. Huh. Dang. All right. J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. she's uh-huh. worth $1 billion. I guess that makes sense. I love her. Good for you, girl. You get it, girl. You I just got it. rewatched. She wrote him on napkins. I just rewatched all the Harry Potter movies. They're delightful. Yeah. Right? Did you cry? I'm not gonna say it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, but I did, did you cry when Henry cried? Yeah. Uh, I don't know when Henry cried, but I there's like a couple it's of occasions. So nice. Yes, exactly. Yes, I know exactly. That's friends. exactly what I was thinking of. And I, uh, yes, I did. Yes, did I did. Did I tell that story? I looked over it, like, all three of us were watching it. I looked over at Henry, and I, I saw the tear, and I was like, are you crying? Because we forced him to watch Harry Potter, and he goes, he looks like Wendy. It's not my fault. <laughs> oh, he thinks everything looks like Wendy. He uses I, that as an excuse way too often. I mean, Dobby does kind of look like Wendy. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Nah, but, I mean, at this point, you know, I'm hey, sorry. Hey, Paul McCartney is worth $1.2 billion. That's allowed. Yeah. Man, there was a video of him at his, like, nephew's wedding or his, like, great-nephew's wedding, and he was hammered, and he went up, and he started say, I, It wasn't Let It Be. What's his song that's I mean, Let Baby It Be's I'm John's am- song? But- is it Yesterday's or Baby I'm Amazed? I think it was... I think it's Baby I'm Amazed. Yeah. And he went up and he's hammered. He's like, <laughs> and like everyone's crying. And all and it was like, hell yeah, man. Good for you. If I was fucking, it's like, yeah, go do something like that. Yeah. Go get hammered and sing that at your great nephew's wedding. It's perfect. And he's at number three. Number two. Oh, do you guys think that you can guess uh, two and one? Oh, this is scary fun. Yeah, that is scary fun. I'm going to say The Rock is uh, is one of them. Rock is not even in the top 25. I cannot believe that. If The Rock was worth more than Paul McCartney, I would have been <laughs> yeah. a little bit disturbed. I guess that's true. Yeah, just Who are we missing? I mean, just think like some of the biggest media names of all time. One one person is in media and the other one's in movies. One is in media and one is in movies and they're the biggest names of all time. We've already done Tom Cruise, did Mel Gibson, Brad Pitt. Nope. Brad Pitt's not even in the top 25 somehow. Give us a little hint. Uh, yay! 
<laughs> I don't know what the hell it was. <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's a woman. Diana Ross? I don't, what are you doing? No, she does it on her TV show. <laughs> <laughs> she does it on her TV show. Ah! Oh, Oprah. <laughs> That's what of she all does. The things you could have said about Oprah. That's not. There's so many things you could have said. Nobody uses words. I don't know. That was the first thing that came to mind. It was the first she, thing I thought of. She does go, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that makes sense. Oprah makes sense. <laughs> well, she's number two. She's, she's number, number two. two. Uh, Man, who has more money than Oprah? <laughs> the most more money than any, and Oprah's number two at three point two billion. And number one, it's a movie guy, director <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Hand. Steven Spielberg, Sp- richest celebrity of Damn. all time. Oh. 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 <laughs> Wait, when does she do that? When does she do that? You know, she goes like, today's guest is Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you're going Makeover! Like. <laughs> My favorite thing. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah, now, all right. I see it now. <laughs> Man, I don't even know if I want to do blind items. <laughs> I think that was too good. I yeah. think it was too good. Yeah, I think we're going to have, we'll be back next, uh, there's plenty of blind items. We'll come back next week with blind items. What celebrity's Hell voice yeah. sounds like this? Ah! <laughs> Thank you very I'm much sure Oprah's so happy everyone. that's what she's known for. <laughs> <laughs> of all of the things she's done, just ah! her screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys oh. so much for joining us this week. Um, please just mosey on over to our Patreon page if and you have the likings for it. It is <laughs> patreon.com slash page seven podcast seven, the number. Um, this week we got episode two of Pretty Little Liars. We are coming out with our Mystery Science Theater-esque commentary, Molly and I, as um, way too old to watch it and yet still just as turned on. Turned on and confused. That's how I feel when I watch Pretty Little <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally into it. Please check us out. We got a lot of great stuff on there and I'm so happy that you guys listened to us today. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at JackThatWorm. I'm at MJKLCat. I'm Marcus Sparks. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and I think we'll talk to you next week. Ah. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.